Hello and welcome to the Boss Babe Diaries. My name is Lois Banks. You might know me as Lois Banks Fitness on Instagram. Now today we have a very special guest, the amazing Emma Davey, who is owner and founder of My Trauma Therapy. She was just awarded the Mental Health Award of 2022. She is an amazing, inspiring woman. And today we are going to talk about the realities of modern day dating, how to spot fuck boys, fuck girls, and narcissists, and to answer all of your questions that you submitted on my Instagram story. But before we get into it, Emma, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Thank you, Lois, for having me on the show. Um, it's lovely to be here, and I really look forward to answering all the questions that have come through. Um, so, yeah, my company was awarded the um, Mental Health Awards 2022 for the most compassionate narcissistic abuse recovery um, provider in London. And um, so my company basically helps people recover from narcissistic abusive relationships, and that also covers domestic violence, coercive control, and really understanding what narcissism is and recognising whether you are a narcissist victim. Incredible, absolutely incredible what you're doing. You're helping so, so many people um, with their recovery. Um, I have firstly a question for you, okay? Mm. And do you think that dating apps have ruined dating? Do you think that the whole you know dating apps and everything being so available and you know swiping through and liking photos of people do you think that's made people narcissistic i think we're definitely becoming more of a narcissistic culture in the way we look at things as they've got to be a certain type they've got to be a certain way to fit into a criteria now everything has to be perfect um all pictures are basically filtered now because unfortunately no it seems like nobody's really happy within themselves because they're constantly looking outwards to say i need to look like this to be accepted and and this is really sad and, and i'm seeing a lot from especially the younger generation um that not many people know what happiness is so regarding dating sites it is basically like a shopping list it's having all of mm. these checklists and you know i want this i want that but you might have all of that and you still won't be happy because it is just a tick box criteria and it's not like meeting in real life is it no not at all it not is at hard. all yeah it is it is bloody tough and it is rife out there um and i think dating apps it's it's really tough because i've had conversations with people before who have who are in really happy relationships who have met their partners from dating apps and they're so so happy um so i don't want to completely slam dating apps and say they're absolute shit but you i think it's made dating a lot harder because there's so many you you know you can literally swipe through and there's so many you know options on there and it's like i think people were very quick to date and then if they get bored they're just like oh i'm just gonna jump straight back on the dating app and i'm just gonna you know find a different option and i'm just gonna you know almost like go shopping again and swipe through this is a thing with like tinder it's like 
there's so many people on there and it's just like swipe 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 Mm. you can get lost on dating apps like lost absolutely and the thing is you don't know who you're talking to no you are looking at a picture you're looking at a set of words that are describing that person and you're making a judgment on that picture Mm. um which you know could be filtered could be put you know put there for a reason you know being sat in a lamborghini or you know sat on a yacht very much like the tinder swindler i mean i think (laughs) that has shown everybody that dating apps can be used for the wrong reasons Mm. Um, not just finding love but for for many things as in scams and and things like that so people do need to be careful and we if we look at this from a narcissistic point of view narcissists use dating apps as a hunting ground because they are able to connect to multiple different people use the same lines to everybody and see what they get back and unfortunately i see a lot of people that have met narcissists on um, dating apps and it causes a lot of destruction in their lives and people do need to be careful who they're talking to Mm. and it's like a massive ego boost for the narcissist isn't it massively i mean the more people that swipe i mean i don't know i don't use tinder so i don't know if it's left or right but the more people that swipe that matches with them then that just boosts their ego and gives them all the validation they need narcissists need narcissistic supply and where else to get it than Mm. a dating app yeah definitely definitely but um it's almost taken away genuine connections i think like i would much much rather just meet somebody in real life you know I know it sounds cliche but you know just like bump into each other (laughs) in a coffee store or something rather than swiping through and you know it just being a case of wasting hours on a dating app or it's just it's just so so time consuming spending all this time on your phone matching with somebody talking to somebody for a bit and then it just goes to shit and it's like all right okay here we go again like back on the dating apps like it's just a constant cycle of just yeah it's it's so so it's so draining like so draining um i had a question from a lovely lovely lady who said do you have any advice for opening up again when you have been hurt multiple times it is hard especially when you've been hurt multiple times in past relationships um boundaries is one of the biggest things that i talk about with clients you've got to have good boundaries when you first meet someone don't disclose everything about you because if you're in the hands of a narcissist that's exactly what they need to know they need to know everything about you so they can mirror you they can love bomb you they can get you hooked so then they can drop the mask and then they can you know, become and, and reveal themselves for the narcissist they are but by that point you would have fallen so in love with the ghost that they presented at the beginning it's very hard to let that person go so just hold back on on personal information um, get to know that person and have good boundaries if you start to see red flags then have enough self-love and self-worth to say actually 
this person is not for me they they're not respecting my boundaries so I'm gonna walk away instead of keep allowing yourself to get treated and follow the same patterns as well of what you would have gone through in past relationships a hundred percent and it is so tough when you put yourself out there and you just get hurt and you're just like what like what just happened like what it's like when you open up and you are truly yourself and you give your time and your Mm. energy to someone and you invest in them and then you end up getting hurt and it's just kind of like well fuck it why why even bother but then you've got to it's almost like the law of attraction like if you think oh I'm never gonna find someone or I'm never gonna be I'm never going to fall in love or I'm I'm always meeting fuck boys and I'm always getting fucked over then that's what you will continue to attract and it's it is really really hard when you you know do like somebody and you get fucked over but to not let that dishearten you and to if you're always you know putting yourself out there and wearing your heart on your sleeve I think that's better than playing games and not being true to yourself so I think you know as hard as it is when you do get hurt and yes it is shit if you've stayed true to yourself then you shouldn't be ashamed of that like you've been you truly you and sometimes things just don't work out and those people aren't right for you and you will see later down the line even if you know if you're hurting right now you're you will see that you know later down the line that it probably was a blessing in disguise and that person wasn't right for you you know absolutely i would also say look at the type of personalities that you are attracted to so with my clients that we we don't just talk about the relationship that they've just come out of we go back to multiple different relationships that they've been in and we look at the patterns in which they they can see within themselves and also the patterns in the types of personalities that they're attracted to so if you find in that you are attracted to the bad boy personality you're only going to end up with the same result and then I you know with intense therapy that I do with my clients we look at okay why are you attracted to this personality when you know that it's gonna end in tears so there's a lot of unpacking that we do within within my sessions but if you're noticing that you're constantly going for the same type of personality and it's ending badly then maybe you do need to try somebody else like a nice guy Mm, yeah (laughs) or a nice girl yeah a a nice guy or a nice girl but what happens if you truly think that you're what if you think you're going for a a nice guy and you go for somebody that's not normally your type and you give them a chance and then they just end up fucking you over still it's hard to like it's hard because you feel it's hard not to let that you know dishearten you of course i think honesty is a very is the best policy um in the sense that what do you want and what do they want if that person is mirroring you if that person is showing is is telling you everything that you want to hear at the very beginning of the relationship because that's what you're portraying that you want 
recognize it as what it is it's mirroring recognize what love bombing is if someone is being overly charming overly attentive saying all the things that you want the majority of the time it's too good to be true oh yeah and they can't keep it up and it's like a couple of weeks in and then the energy changes and they're Mm. just like completely different people so their true colors do show through Mm. i think everyone's in a rush these days everything you know has to be here and now and i know i'm one to talk but it's everything has to be right i've met someone that's it we're together everyone's trying to cram everything i don't know whether this is because of lockdown because we were locked up for so long but it's like we need to get everything in very very quickly but you know take your time get to know that person and put boundaries in the way because if you put a boundary in place and that person respects that boundary so for an example if you said to your friends if you said to the person you're talking to um I'm going to go, I'm going out tonight with the girls, Um, I'll message you tomorrow, I probably won't be on my phone tonight, and that guy messages you back and says, okay, hope you have a good night, speak to you tomorrow, that's, he's respected your boundary, but if he has constantly contacted you throughout the night, um, send me a picture, um, ringing you, then he's not respected your boundaries, and if someone's not going to respect your boundaries at the beginning, then they're certainly not going to... Mm. further on in the relationship mm-hmm. 100% 100% um, what do you think the red flags to spot are in a fuckboy slash fuck girl um, well ghosting is one of the, people ask me this a lot and ghosting comes up a, a lot as well so if someone messages you quite a lot and then you don't hear from them um overly charming overly attentive um future faking mirroring um you know someone that wants to mess with your head is going to give you everything at the beginning be the person that you want and then pull back gaslight leave you for a a certain amount of time then if you say something they're gonna make out as if it's you are you being too possessive this isn't what i wanted um just know what you want and know if something doesn't feel right then trust your gut Mm. you know 100% I always say to people no response is a response yeah and when you get back one of these ridiculous texts of I fell asleep I slipped through my alarm um I've had such a busy day at work then it's really you know if someone wants to text you they will text you yeah and you know what I think we all have that gut feeling and we all do kind of know like I my gut feeling when my gut feeling goes off nine times out of ten it is right it, it always is always right and do you know what I remember this one time I was dating this guy and well, it must have been about like it must have been about four years ago now um I was dating this guy and he was just this you know really keen bean he was so lovely he was like oh like can't wait to go do this with you like let's do winter wonderland together and like i didn't realize obviously i know now um for you that obviously this was love bombing at the at the time he Mm. was you know love bombing me and saying oh we can do these amazing things together i can't wait to see you this that the other um and then a couple of weeks in like we were we were still talking via messenger but the um sorry whatsapp but then it was like the messages became less and less Mm. or you know he would take x amount of hours 
to reply um he would still reply he would still like breadcrumb me and, and keep me hanging mm. and you know when it was convenient for him he was like, oh yeah like do you want to come over this that the other and um I just one day had this gut feeling that he was seeing somebody else mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was but my alarm bells just rang and I, I was sleeping obviously I was sleeping with him at, this, at the time as well and he just went all strange on me and I think you do know like you do just know when someone's energy is different like you just know and I remember I don't know how the fuck I found out but it was through Instagram I found out that he was dating this other girl at the same time as me like bearing in mind we'd had this kind of previous conversation that we weren't going to that we were just going to exclusively date and then I found out that he was dating and obviously fucking this other girl and when I confronted him about it like he gaslit me about it and said I was crazy Hmm. um and it was only when I I actually I was just so convinced like I knew like I just knew and I think I messaged her and she was like yeah I've been sleeping with so and so and I was actually like fuck all of that from a gut instinct I always tell people to trust their gut feeling yeah. because your gut's connected to your brain yeah. by your brain stem and yeah it it will always 99.9% always be right mm. so if your gut's telling you something it's because there are a reason and if you've got someone saying that you're being too sensitive you're overthinking things no it's not trust your gut yeah definitely definitely and I think lack of uh communication is a massive massive red flag mm. as well you know I think we are all on our phones so like I obviously like we're on technology all the time and it takes two seconds to message somebody you know hey like i hope you're good have a good day like i i'm not a fan of messaging somebody 24 7 because i live a busy life and i don't have the time to be messaging someone 24 7 but like if i'm dating somebody and i want to and obviously like i want to talk to them like i will you know even just drop them a message in the morning just say like hey hope you're okay have a good day today's gonna be busy catch up with you later and i think you know people are very quick to oh yeah sorry i was busy and it's just like well no like it takes two seconds to just send a like a hello hope you're okay message I think that just doesn't sit right with me when people make that excuse no and as you said we're on our phones all the time we can make a cup of tea it literally takes seconds even if you are really busy and you really want to talk to someone you let that person know because you're thinking about them and if you're thinking about someone you generally want them to know that you are thinking about them so you will get a message if someone wants to speak to you Mm, definitely i'm trying to think if we've left any other red flag flags out for a a fuck boy or a fuck girl um they use uh they will use social media a lot to gain supply so if someone is is very active on social media um as in lots of girl followers boy followers um you know looking for that attention looking for that validation that person probably isn't happy within themselves that they're looking Mm. for something 
Um, now, whether I mean, I know loads of people that have businesses that Instagram and all things like that. They they use platforms like that, but it's the kind of posts that people are putting up. If you're noticing that they're just doing it for likes, there's a reason for that. Mm. Do you think it's a red flag if um, somebody that you're like uh, dating or like in a relationship with mm. is does have like a big female following or follows a lot of females and consistently likes their photos like what is your thoughts on that it could possibly be a red flag i mean i don't know why you would go out your way to constantly go onto multiple different women's sites to like their picture whether you want to be noticed or not um i another thing that i a big red flag is look how they speak about their ex mm. if they are slagging their ex off um putting them down making out as if um they are this horrific person and it generally is the case that it's the opposite yeah and look at if, if a guy if we're talking about guys for a minute look how they speak about women in general if they speak about them in a respectful way or if not if they don't then that is a red flag mm-hmm. uh, there is a massive thing about respect and yeah. that's also empathy if that person has empathy they wouldn't be slagging off other people so just look at personality traits mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. 100% um, and yeah I think back to the, the photo thing as well I think you know if you are and this is just my opinion if you're invested in somebody else and if you like somebody else enough like you shouldn't need to be you know almost you know like you shouldn't have to be liking and and kind of trying to search for that attention from elsewhere no i think you should be concentrating on your relationship rather than looking at other people's Mm. pictures etc um because that's not very nice for your partner yeah you know that can cause insecurity issues and things like that and um if you have all that spare time put it into your partner yeah if you can scroll through and like other women's photos definitely um okay sex on the first date should i make (laughs) him wait and this is the question that me and you were really looking forward to because we have very different opinions this is gonna be interesting my opinion is it's entirely up to you like it depends what you want if you meet someone and you you want to have sex with them then there's no reason why you can't um if you are looking for that intimate relationship long term then as i said before don't try and cram everything in too quickly because it's you know when you meet someone you want to have sex with them you want to do this you want to do that and it's all exciting and then once you've done any everything it's like now what do I do now I'm bored now I'm looking for my next fix so for a healthy relationship I think you don't have to do everything at once but I'm not saying that if you meet someone and you find that person sexually attractive and it just happens there is no rule book there is no you can't sleep with them for three dates you can't kiss someone on a first date like i think we're in that modern day where you know anything goes it's mm. up to that person but yeah. personally for me i think if i was looking for a long-term relationship i would wait 
Mm. See, I um, had a conversation with one of my friends the other day who um, was saying that she waits because she makes the guy, she, she likes to make the guy um, almost work for it mm. and obviously that that's her opinion and obviously like she wants the guy to to chase to chase it and mm-hmm. she thinks if you know you give up sex too easily um then they will just like disregard you and just move on to the next person but I disagree with that in that you know you're I feel like that is internalized misogyny and again I was having mm-hmm. a conversation with another person who was like you know you shouldn't have to withhold Mm-hmm. your body yeah just because of somebody 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 else if that person you know respects you and likes you like they shouldn't give a shit whether whether it's like the first date or whether the f- the third date like you're still worthy whether or not you have sex with the, sex with them like straight away mm-hmm. you know and yeah again it's personal preference so what you were just saying was you were concentrating on how the other person viewed you. Mm. But if you want to have sex on the first date, that is very much down to you, your needs, your excitement, everything like like that. But that's the decision you're making for yourself. You're making that not you're not making that decision on the basis of how am I being viewed by the other person. Mm. But then there's almost like this kind of um there's almost this kind of like assumption that if a, if a, if a female does put out on the first date mm-hmm. that she is easy and the guy will lose interest. Mm-hmm. There's that kind of you know assumption, but it's like why should we have to withhold our bodies just because? Just because like the guy the guy should see the worth in in the female you know so i think i i I do i do genuinely think like if you if if the vibes feel right if if you if you genuinely like that person if you've got that chemistry if you want to have sex with somebody Mm -hmm. um and if it it feels right then i think you should go for it i don't think you should hold back absolutely yeah i i agree what makes you think that only men find women easy do you not think women will find the man putting out on the first date unattractive as well no yeah definitely like from 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 mm. both from both sides yeah, yeah. absolutely from, yeah. we're going at it from both sides 100 percent. yeah yeah definitely 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 um so yeah two two different kind of ways to look at that it's interesting <laughs> it, is, it is interesting um but yeah i think yeah if i don't you know we're not in the fucking 1920s exactly. you know if if you want to if you want to have sex and go and enjoy it like i just don't think you should hold back like you know um right next question is sexual chemistry important or can a relationship thrive without or dating can can it thrive without yeah so i think we touched upon this outside of this podcast lois that you know sexual chemistry is very much a personal preference as in some people are very highly um driven by sex and some people aren't um if you've got a relationship where one person is very sexually active and wants that a lot and the other person isn't really interested then 
that's not really going to work because the two's needs are not being met um and that person that's that's highly sexually driven is might feel like they're in a, a friendship more than a relationship um it can work it can't work it mm. sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but generally the 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 couple have to be on the same wavelength i mean i i've spoken to couples that sex isn't a priority in the relationship they love each other and um they're very very happy and sex isn't that present in their relationship but then other other relationships that i see is one is very sexually active and one isn't and that causes issues so again i think it's honesty Mm, definitely i uh was in a relationship before where there was just zero Mm. sexual chemistry and um the uh, the relationship that I was in don't get me wrong like it was a great relationship it was like we were we were so close like we were so connected like as almost like mates mm-hmm. but there was just no like oh I want to rip your clothes off kind of thing which yeah. I think is really important mm-hmm. and I don't I think you know if you are dating with somebody you might not feel that sexual chemistry straight away is something that mm-hmm. can develop so I think if you are dating somebody and you don't feel that you know chemistry straight away like don't completely write it off but as you said emma you know i think it does come down to personal preference and what is important to 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 you you know and having like you said like being on that same wavelength and communicating with each other like in, in each other's kind of needs you know yeah yeah so yeah right do you have any funny or weird dating stories so i'm not gonna answer that <laughs> but you can answer this okay um i wouldn't say weird i'd say maybe like a bit muggy or a bit <laughs> yeah a bit muggy um so i went on a date with this guy and it was we were like oh yeah we're gonna go to nando's and we're gonna go to the cinema now i had booked the cinema tickets and um went to the cinema came out had nando's afterwards now we were sat down at the table and he was like right okay i'm gonna go and uh, pay for the nando's like what do you want so i told him my order and i said to him can you take my nando's card up with me please up up with you please to get some points on there because he didn't have one so i was like well you might as well take mine up and get me some points right so gave him the cards and he went up and like i thought paid for the paid for the food he came back down sat down at a table and he had the receipt with him as well and i kind of just like glanced at the receipt you know just as you do just at the table and to see that the balance had come to like nothing like it was nothing i was literally i like, just looked at it and i was like how how did you like what how did you how did you not pay and he was like oh yeah i just used your nando's points and i looked at him and i was like what and he was like yeah just use your nando's points and i was like you fucking kidding me this is our first date and my points that i've been racking up you know what it's like when you have your nando's card it's like your pride and joy you're like you're racking those points up i was saving for the whole chicken i'm pretty sure i had the whole chicken on there i was so excited for it and he literally Bunked my points and basically just used it for the whole meal and I literally just looked at him and I was like are you serious and he was just like yeah just uh just thought I'd use them might as well 
and I was like so basically I've paid for the cinema and I've paid for the Nando's like you've just rinsed my Nando's points um, did you pay for the popcorn though no you didn't pay for shit which is fine I don't need somebody to pay for me but it was the it was how like there was the audacity of just assuming that it was okay to use my points if I'd been in a if, say if it was like I don't know the third or, or fourth date or we was you know actually seeing each other or in a relationship I'd be like yeah sweet like to have my Nando's points that's fine but first date that is bold that is that is so so bold but on that note actually um another question we had was should the man always pay um no not at all um I'm I don't know now this is I don't know if to this answer this person my personal view or my professional view you could do both <laughs> so my professional view is that there is no again no rule book to say that a guy has to pay for the first day or anything like that and it's very much up to that person and what that person wants to do their morals their loyalties you know I've been on dates where it's an absolute no-go of the woman is definitely not paying and then I've been on others where they've said do you want to split the bill and I for me I think I would I would rather pay for it all or they pay for it Mm. I'm just I'm not really a fan of going of splitting but that's not to say that that's not right I mean yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no I um yeah I don't I don't I don't believe that at all I'm always I'm quite happy to you know pay for things Mm. or or you know I'm happy to split the bill um I don't it's not something that I expect when I go on a date with somebody I wouldn't expect Mm. the guy to pay for the bill um however it's I do think it is a nice it can be a nice gesture like I've had guys before where uh like when we've been on a date and I've just gone down like I've gone to the toilet or something before leaving and then they've just I've come back and been like oh let's pay for the bill and they've like been like oh I've already settled it and I think that is that can be quite a nice gesture absolutely and I think as well depending on how you got on in the date I mean you can sometimes tell whether you're into someone or you've got that connection within having dinner with someone and if you both come to the you know the arrangement at the end that actually I'm not feeling this and you both just want to go your separate ways then totally splitting the bill you know you're probably never going to see that person again it's been a nice dinner you've met someone nice you've or maybe not but Mm. you've you're holding your own it's it's having that you know independence about yourself that you're not relying on someone to take you out for dinner like you can pay for it you're there because you want to be not because you're expecting yeah definitely um i keep getting ghosted why is this if you're being ghosted don't blame yourself um again this is another really common question that i always get asked why do people ghost um i think it's (sighs) speaking to people that do ghost and they're quite honest it's because they are speaking to a lot of people Mm. they are casting their net and they're seeing who they get back and they might be texting you all day one day 
like hyping you up kind of getting all the information out of you until they realize actually I'm not into this person and I'm not going to have the respect to be honest and say I'm not feeling this they're just going to cut contact um, which is unfair for people and, and it does actually have quite a damaging effect on on people's um, confidence and things like that like just be honest with people you know just say mm. actually I'm not feeling this sorry to waste your time or not even apologize but just allow that person to know that there isn't actually something wrong with them because ghosting someone can actually do a lot of damage to, to someone's confidence yeah, definitely definitely i don't know what's worse really either ghosting or getting a, a bullshit excuse i've been ghosted before mm. and admittedly mm-hmm. i have ghosted other people yeah. right so I like early 20s I would say I probably would have done something like that ghosted people but now I I will be totally totally honest and communicate if I'm not feeling something I'm not feeling it because I know that other people's time Mm. is so valuable and I wouldn't want to waste anybody's time um I do think that and again like you know I learned from that past mistake of ghosting people and it was inconsiderate of me you know but I do think I was just Mm. maybe just a bit young and and silly um and it's just not fair like it's it's just it's not fair and like you said I think it's important not to take it personally it's nothing to do with you it's nothing wrong with you it's it just wasn't meant to be and unfortunately sometimes you're just not what it's just not right like it's just it just wasn't meant to be and um I think if somebody is into you if somebody wants to be with you they'll make it very clear there'll be no games Mm -hmm. there'll be no umming and erring there'll be no making excuses or changing changes of energy like it will just like you'll you'll know yeah you'll know if someone's into you and if someone wants to talk to you, get to know you, take you out, you will know, you will have that feeling in your stomach that everything's okay. As soon as you start feeling that, you know, ick as people call it, mm. um, that something's not right, then then you'll know. So yeah. just remember, a respo- no response is a response. Yeah definitely definitely and if you feel the vibes are different if you see that change in in energy like don't don't ignore it go over your gut um know your worth as well yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. if someone's not giving you the same energy back or if someone is you know treating you like shit or making you wait about or not being honest and not communicating with you um know your worth and and be strong enough to walk away from shit that doesn't serve you right you know that doesn't that doesn't you know is not benefiting you or your mental well-being never ignore red flags because the red flags that you ignore at the beginning are the reason why you leave in the end oh massively massively and uh i made this mistake before in a past relationship of seeing all of the red flags mm. in the in the beginning all of the red flags and it's you want to you want to give that person a chance or you want them to, you want to believe that they're not that, that the red flags aren't there 
like you yeah, want to, you 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 see through them because in your head like you might paint them as this like amazing person or you might there might be an amazing side to them and there might be you know amazing qualities that they, they hold but you ignore the red flags and the shit because you cling on to those those good well good traits that maybe you see yeah remember there is no happy ending or there's no soulmate in a narcissist mm. yeah so next question how do i know if i'm being gaslighted by my partner i don't know so there's many types of forms of gaslighting and i just want to really let people know that gaslighting is the most dangerous form of emotional abuse it's can cause people to have breakdowns it can cause self-harm it can cause people to have suicidal thoughts long-term gaslighting has huge damaging effects on mental and physical health um, because long periods of gaslighting will make you lose your sense of reality will stop making you believe um, what's real what's not Um, you you question your own identity don't know who you are anymore Um, it's insidious gaslighting um if you are i would recommend to look up what gaslighting is um if someone is constantly making out as if it's all your fault um i never said that you need to see the doctor there's something wrong with you nobody likes you just someone that's constantly putting you down making you doubt yourself and lose yourself get out as soon as possible you do not want to be with somebody that is gaslighting you constantly because it can have such damaging and harmful effects but i think also if you're asking that question Mm. you know that's that could also be an indication that something isn't right absolutely if you're asking am i being gaslighted well what forms of gaslighting are you experiencing for one thing um gaslighting can be leaving you for long periods of time so you crave that person to come back so you'll be so fearful that that person will leave you again that you'll then just tolerate the abuse that they give you and so and then this becomes the cycle um if you're questioning if you're in a toxic relationship there's something that is telling you to ask that question so that is a red flag Mm. and going back to gut feeling Mm. as well yeah i think you know if 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 something isn't doesn't feel right in in your relationship or if like the way that you're being treated you know in a relationship Mm -hmm. that is also you know a massive massive red flag and on that note um the other question that we had was how to know if my relationship is a toxic one and i think that just kind of mm. again just going off of what you said there was if you're asking that question if you're asked if you're having to ask like is my relationship a toxic one that's enough mm. isn't well it? how is that person making you feel why is this relationship raising the question of am i in a toxic relationship um a relationship shouldn't make you unhappy it shouldn't make you cry it shouldn't make you doubt yourself you know it should be positive you're you're being in someone's company because 
that person brings out the best in you, that makes you smile, you enjoy that person's company. They help you grow in a relationship. They want to see the best of you and for you to do well. If you're with someone that suddenly starts to put you down, starts to isolate you, starts to question why you're having these types of friends, why you're doing this hobby, why you're doing that, you know, that's someone pulling you down. That's not someone having your best interest at heart or wanting to see you do well in life. That's somebody that's trying to destroy you. Mm. And that is toxic. You need to get out. Yeah, massively. And I think it's, um, unfortunately, sometimes it's only when you're out of the relationship that you really see how toxic mm. it, it, it was. Um, and this is coming from experience myself, you know, I was in a toxic relationship where I completely lost myself and my identity by the end of the relationship I just didn't even know who I was like who I was anymore Mm. and that's you know like a a scary scary thing to think that that somebody else or an environment can have that negative effect on you and can really change like who you are yeah yeah relationships can dramatically change you as a person what you do that's why so many people when they end up seeing me they look in the mirror and they do not know who's looking back at them they don't know who they are anymore Mm. and it takes a lot of work to get that person back or it's been so long they can't even remember who they once were before they entered into this toxic narcissistic relationship so the work then is to recreate themselves into being the person they want so if you're with somebody that is dragging you down is making you question everything about yourself and you're not happy and that's the thing so many people stay in unhappy relationship for so long and why it's generally because you don't see this happening to you people say to me yeah but they didn't hit me you're still in a domestic violence relationship whether they hit you or not yeah to be honest every single person i've spoken to that suffers the physical side of the violence as well as the emotional they would pick the physical they would rather the physical abuse than the emotional abuse because the bru with physical the bruises will will go the broken bones will fix and there's nothing there that pain's gone but mental abuse, that pain is with you 24-7, even after the relationship. So much damage is done. You can't switch it off. It's with you at night. It's with you in the day. It's with you in the shower. You're just living in fear constantly. And that's no that's no way to be. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary, isn't it? Mm. That kind of... Yeah. Just how... Just controlling and manipulative people can be through words Hmm. yeah very it's as soon as you start to notice that someone is having a dramatic effect on your mental health that person should not be in your life definitely not definitely not um next question what do you think are important qualities in a person that you're dating so emma i'll let you answer (laughs) answer that one first Important qualities. Um, 
having their own having their own thing as in their own life um i think so many people get in relationships where they want to be with each other 24 7 they don't have anything outside of their relationship healthy relationships i see have their life they have their you know you have your life they have their life and then you come together and you embrace each other and you support each other um good qualities you know manners um what else was gonna say um my mind is just totally gone <laughs> it's too late <laughs> i know it is a bit late um just be just bringing out the best in you just being a fucking good human just, being just being, just being a, a decent human being you know yeah, and that's the thing i think because my because my work is surrounded by you know the negatives that i see and we have to bring out the positives within ourselves. um it's what you want out of a relationship that's the thing mm. personal preference what you want from somebody um you don't want someone that's horrible to you no you don't want someone that's going to put you down that's going to control you that's going to isolate you that's going to ruin who you are and ruin everything that you've worked hard to be um you want someone that's going to embrace who you are be your biggest supporter love you for you not wanting to change you and just live their life with you yeah definitely just be happy yeah and I, i think for me um communication is a massive massive thing mm. you know um just being honest and and open and communicating and if there's you know something that you know rather than letting having an argument and and letting it drag on for, for days to just squash it there and then yeah um and you know again when i was younger i was very very stubborn when it used to come to arguments i used to let it drag out for for ages and um it's just it's just not healthy for 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 both of you in the relationship you know having that communication is key and also to to be open to listening to your your partner and and you know sticking to your words as Mm -hmm. well you know and i think um i do think actions speak louder Mm -hmm. than words as well so um you know that is an important important thing as well um for me um and yeah i think going off of what you said as well for it's really important for me that somebody has their own life has their own ambition has their own you know um shit that they're focusing on and Mm. that they they want to do so that you know your life doesn't just revolve around each other 24 7 so you have your own interests hobbies friends you know things that you do so you don't just end up you know every like every single day just Mm -hmm. being with each other all the time you know it's healthy to have that space it's healthy to have your own lives and your own interests and not just be I mean yeah obviously you know this is my opinion this might work for some couples if if you're together all the time and if that works for you like cool like you do you but for me personally I've learned from past mistakes not to um be spending too much time you know and to have your own life and your own interests and 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 be you Mm. you know it's important to have your own identity in a relationship it's important to still have your own 
things that you love to do mm-hmm. definitely definitely um okay last question what would you advise to a what would you advise to somebody who doesn't want who wants to date but doesn't want to go on dating apps anymore that is a tough one because i think since covid going out going out and meeting someone in real life is proving to be hard because everything is online now everything is you know so accessible as you've said if you want to meet someone for hookup if you want to meet someone to go out with it's there um just get out there and get out with your friends and you never know who you're going to bump into (laughs) yeah yeah definitely (laughs) i mean it would be lovely to just meet somebody in in day to day wouldn't it It would just be so nice to just pop down the old i mean i don't know for you but mine's definitely more on personality like these people can look amazing on dating apps but have the most awful personality Mm. very narcissistic personality which you know is is unattractive um so just meeting somebody and just catching that person's eye speaking to them because someone can become very attractive in the conversation that they hold how interesting they are finding out that you've got interests you're never going to find that out on a dating app the first you know looking at someone's profile yeah definitely and that's the thing like when you are looking on someone's profile like you're just looking at their photos and you're just going off of that you know initial oh i think they they look you know they look good or or whatever Mm. and it's like you could actually you could maybe meet somebody on the street who isn't normally your type but you hold an awesome conversation with and who it seems to be like a genuine person and you could really vibe with that Mm -hmm. you know so I think my answer to that question would be get yourself out there (laughs) go out don't you know like if if you find that the dating apps are time consuming and they're not working for you like don't go on them Mm. you know you don't need to waste your time and energy invest that time and energy into going out and going out with friends and just enjoying life and if, if if you meet people Mm-hmm. That you meet people what are your thoughts on um like speed dating i've never done have it. you ever done one no i have i have never done one it, i reckon it could be quite fun though i, I think it would be, be a good, good night out again at least you're sitting in front of the yeah. person yeah you know at least you can have a quick chat see if there's any banter yeah. you know just someone in real life is totally different than on a profile picture yeah definitely um but before we wrap up today's podcast um just a little message to to you guys out there if any of you are feeling a bit frustrated and a bit you know downheartened by dating modern day dating just know that you are incredible and you don't need to be on dating apps or dating anybody to be validated or be worthy and you can go out there and be you and you don't need that validation from anybody else you don't need to 
you know get likes on tinder or likes on hinge to be to be worthy like just be you and that is enough Mm -hmm. and if you want to be with someone make sure it's because you want someone to add to your happiness not be your happiness because as soon as you start to give someone that amount of control as in you needing to be with someone then you are in their hands your happiness is in their hands they can give it to you and they can take it away if you're already happy within yourself you just want to add happiness to your life so that person you want to come into your life and give you not give you but add to your happiness and not sorry (laughs) sorry Sorry, just. let's cut that bit bit. but um yeah and I I think you know you've got to be I think it's important to be happy like in yourself and and with who you are before jumping into a relationship like you need to find that happiness in yourself and be content with who you are before then getting into a relationship and you know I think it's important to 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 love you before you you love someone else you know you finished that off amazingly (laughs) well (laughs) thank you so so much and um where can if anybody listening wants to get in touch with you emma where can they find you you can find me at mytraumatherapy.co.uk and i also have a um, closed group on facebook called victims of narcissistic abuse support group which is um, over twenty-three thousand members of victims and survivors of narcissistic abuse um, providing and offering support and advice to other members and it's a great community where if you're feeling like you might be in a narcissistic relationship or just need somebody to understand what you're going through it is a great great place to be amazing well thank you so so much emma for joining me on this podcast it's been amazing and um hopefully have you back in the future would love to thank you